But I have found that when you have this difficulty that comes, you have a choice. You can get intimidated, frustrated, or motivated. I got motivated. So I've always used the challenges to motivate me. When you have a challenge, you now have to look for answers. The challenge may be financial. It may be physical, maybe an illness. It may be a relationship. So the word answer means a solution. Whatever is coming your way, what is the solution? What is the answer? The answer is inside of you, and you need to take the time to listen to that answer and then respond. You are now tuning in to the Mind Body Podcast, where you will go behind the scenes of how the mind of successful entrepreneurs, experts, and true leaders really works. Here you won't just listen, you will understand the guiding principles to create massive change in any area of your life. And of course, this podcast is hosted by the strong, lovely, with the sexy Jewish accent, Lidor Dayan. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Mind Body Podcast. I'm your host, Lido Dayan. And in this episode, I got for you an amazing man, amazing, really amazing soul, not just a man, amazing soul. His name is Tim Story. He's a motivational and inspirational speaker. He was talking about for more than 75 countries around the nation. He's an amazing example of uh, what is uh, true heart he uh, from uh, this talk, you can learn so much from this man because he's real and he really, you can see that this person really cares about others and no matter the amount of success that he had in his life, he always talk like I'm, I'm not uh, like uh, I'm over the top. So he's very, very real. You can learn so much about creating a change in your life and uh, what I, I've learned here is that you got to accept reality when you accept the reality where you are right now in your life then you can move ahead because unless you always uh, have these thoughts about future about uh, living a, a, not a, a real life because you always live in your head you know it when you always live in your head you how you want life to be so you are kind of ignoring the current situation, just like myself. I was ignoring my reality. I was ignoring that I'm really a mess financially, that I'm moving away all of my family. And when I was ignoring all of that, I, I just like, just use so many stuff in order for me to just put it in the future. Like, I don't want to do it now. I'm just going to ignore it. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. So once you just like, decide you make a decision you know what i'm gonna take care of all of this because if i'm not gonna take care of all of it it's gonna become much more mess and if i want to become a human example a leader then first i gotta lead myself hold myself to a higher standard and from there i can actually make a change in my life and in other people as well so without further ado i'm really honored to introduce to you tim story 
The next person is known for inspiring and motivating people of all walks of life. From celebrities like Quinty Jones, Stevie Wonder, Robert Downey Jr. to adults and children from the most deprived neighborhoods in the state. Talking in more than 75 countries, writing many books and coaching people to go back on track to live a fulfilled life with purpose, I'm honored to introduce to you the man, Tim Story. Welcome to the Mind Body Podcast, Tim. What a privilege. And uh, thanks for calling me the man. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I believe... Uh, we gotta, uh, you know, you, you honed it because like I saw like your life experience, everything, your work, your work ethic. So you are the man. I, I believe like uh, you can't just say something to somebody unless he actually did something. And you absolutely did. And it's amazing to have you on my podcast. I'm honored. I love it. So you are uh, from Israel. Yes, but I live in America. I lived in America for like one and a half years so far. So, uh, yeah, uh, it's been uh, quite a journey. So, I want to start a little bit about your early childhood. I know that uh, you had uh, some experiences in life when you were really young, such as losing your father when you were about 10 years old. Would you yeah. mind uh, get us back a little bit to that stage of your life? You know, I think that, that everybody has um, challenges in life. Some happen early, some happen later in life. For me, when I was a child, I was very happy. I loved sports. Uh, I played American baseball, American basketball. And um, so I was a happy young person. But unfortunately, when I was 10 years of age, my father was in a car accident and he died instantly. And I tell you, that was very, very difficult because we had um, five children, and my mother now had to help raise all the children working a very ordinary job. She was working at a place called Winchell's Donut Shop, which uh, you see these donut shops as you're driving yeah. around America now. Uh -huh. And um, so it was a very ordinary family, very common, and my mother had to now raise the children you know, on her own. And that, that brought a, a strong degree of difficulty. But I have found, Lador, just like you have in your life, that when you have this difficulty that comes, you have a choice. You can get intimidated, frustrated, or motivated. I got motivated. Mm -hmm. So I've always used the challenges to motivate me. Mm -hmm. and, and when you got motivated, because I believe that uh, most of the successful people I got a chance to interview have uh, one thing in common that uh, most of, they, they became who they are because of a lot of struggles and challenges that they had in their own life and they wanted to know like, okay, just like you said, they became motivated and become angry to find answers, right? So how did you took it to become a life coach that you are today and helping so many people and uh, really uh, share your, uh, your message around 75 countries, which is amazing. Yeah, and you, you said that perfectly. And what happens is that when you have a challenge, you now have to look for answers. So people that are watching right now, the challenge may be financial. It may be physical, maybe an illness, 
It may be a relationship. So the word answer means a solution. I believe there is a solution for every problem. Mm -hmm. There's a solution for every problem. So when my father died and there was sadness in my family, that doesn't mean it's the end of the situation. I was only 10. So let's say if I'm going to live until 95, I have 85 more years of life. So I better find an answer and a solution. And so that's what's important for everybody that's watching and listening now is that whatever is coming your way, what is the solution? What is the answer? And that's what you do for work. That's what I do for work. I am a master at helping people find a solution. So if you can take us, for example, what is some of the, the insight that you give to people in order for them to find an answer? Because you can't give people answer. They got to find their answer by their own, right? So you, you talk a lot about accepting the setback, which is accepting reality. Because if you can't accept the current reality, you can't move forward in life, right? Right. I think one of the ways to find the solution is that you have to, number one, you have to be patient. You have, to, you, you have to be patient. And let's say if somebody is in a problem with having too much debt in their life. And what happens, they usually want to get out instantly. Get me out instantly. It's not going to happen. It took you a long time to get there. And it may take you a little time to get out. So to find the answer, number one, you have to be patient, okay? Mm -hmm. Number two, you have to find the right partners in your life. You have to begin to connect with people who they have found the answers. And it could be people that you know, or it could be people that you read about. Like for instance, I like to study guys like Richard Branson. Look what he's done with Virgin Atlantic, Virgin America, the Richard Branson. He knows how to find solutions. A Jeff Bezos from Amazon knows how to find solutions. Malcolm Gladwell knows how to find solutions. You know how to find solutions. So you got to partner with people that know how to find solutions and find out how they did it, okay? So I'm gonna give you one more. You have to be patient. Number two, you have to partner with the right people. And then what you have to do is you have to listen to your inner self. I believe that most answers are in the inside of us. Yes, yes, it's that We right. know there's something inside you that knows, even if you dated a woman, you know, ooh, maybe I shouldn't have dated her. <laughs> or you're in a job, ooh, I think I should get out. So I do believe that the answer is inside of you and you need to take the time to listen to that answer and then respond. But what if you take too much time? Because many of us, when we too much sinking in our head, then we never act upon it. And I, I used to do it to myself all the time. So, okay, you said a lot about, uh, you got to renew your, the way you think, right? 
because if you don't rethink like uh, differently you will always be in the same spot in life and what I found in my life that no matter what like I'm trying I'm doing and then uh, when I eat plateaus I, I j just go back to bad habits again so how do you shift the thinking but Re, uh, you, you create better habits because many of us have bad habits that install in our body. We know a lot of stuff intellectually in our head, but still we, we know what to do, but we don't act upon what we know, right? Yes. So one of the things that you have to do, Lador, is you have to have uh, constantly partners in your life. So we're seeing this in the life of Tiger Woods. Tiger Woods was doing fantastic. He had, he had a great a coach that helped him with golf, a, they call it a swing coach. Then he had a nutritionist, then he had a guy, you notice how like big Tiger Woods became the last few years, because he had one of the best trainers helping him, okay? He even has one of the best hairstylists. I know the guy who cuts his hair. Mm -hmm. So he has a team of people. Then his life began to blow up. He admits that one reason his life blew up is because he did not stay close to his team. So anybody, your life can blow up. You've got to stay close to your team. So you need to have the right team and partners in your life that keep you on track. So even for me, I have people that keep me on track. I have a, a board of directors that help me keep on track financially. I have a trainer. Actually, I have two of them. They help keep me on track physically with my health. I have a psychologist, two of them, help me keep me on track. So you need people in your life to keep you going on the track. And what if a lot of people like, okay, they understand it, but they have still in their head, I'm not worthy enough. I am not good enough. All those limiting beliefs. Like, how it was it from you, for, from your life experience with yourself and other people to shift those negative uh, thinking or beliefs we have inside of ourselves that we installed back when we were young and to actually becoming? Because you created that team that I'm talking right now. You were not like that all of your life, right? You created it. You embodied it into you by every single day that you did the stuff that most people don't want to do. One, 100%. And so... What, what you have to do is that, you know, I, I teach about three levels of living, almost, most, and utmost, okay? So I want you to actually say it. Say almost, almost most, most, utmost. At most. Okay. Almost means, watch, it almost happened. I almost lost weight. I almost got the job. The relationship almost worked. Most people live almost. And if you're not careful, your mind begins to be trained to only do things almost. Mm -hmm. It's like, let's say if you want to go see uh, Mariah Carey sing. If you are an almost thinker, you're looking for the worst tickets. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're saying, just get me in the stadium. Oh, look at this. It's only $20. If you are thinking at the most level and the utmost level, you're saying, oh, okay, how do I sit closer 
so I can see her and feel the concert. So that one ticket may cost you $20. The other one may cost you $500. But you have to train yourself to go from almost to most to utmost in your thinking. And when you begin to renew your mind to this, Lador, it happens in every area of your life. So I think utmost in every move I make. Every move I make. If I'm going to make a movie, I'm making a movie right now with one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Why? Play. I went after the best people to do the play. It's at the, it's at the highest level. I think at most. But I trained my mind. Mm -hmm. I renewed my mind to go from almost to utmost. Okay, because many people that are entrepreneurs and they try to succeed in life, they ever thinking of like, I need to be alone a lot because a lot of the time you are not going to do weekends, you're not going to go party and it's a lot of time that you're going to be by yourself, right? And those times that you are too much with yourself, it gets you to have like uh, crazy thoughts or habits and uh, you feel lonely sometimes. So yeah. how do you make sure that you always get progress but uh, but still having fun along the way and still live. Okay, so Lador, this is very important that we understand there are different parts of our life. There's your physical life, which I know you're in shape, so you like to work out. Your physical life, which is your, your body and your nutrition, okay? Then there's your spiritual life. You have to take care of your spirit. So number one is your physical, okay? Number two is your spiritual. Number three is your job. Number four is your finances, your financial life. Number five is your family life. Number six, I'm going to shock you, is your social life. Mm -hmm. Okay? And so it's very important that you have a physical life that's strong. Your spiritual life must be strong. Your job must be strong, your financial life, your family life, but you must also have a social life. And a lot of people don't have a social life, but you should. Like, I have a social life. This coming Friday, I'm going to a concert, a very good concert. Uh, when LeBron James, now he's with the LA Lakers, I will go to games. Uh, tonight I'm going to dinner with uh, uh, an entertainer. I have a social life. So as hard as I work, my job, and I think I'm probably a 10 at my job and working my job, I still have a social life. You have to have the balance in life. You still have to have your family life. You have to have the balance. Balance is very important. But do you think you need to make sacrifices? For example, like uh, I left uh, Israel. I came here one year and a half ago because I, you said like you got to follow your, your instincts, right? Like if my instinct told me I need to go to America because I believe I, I can become a world-class leader and I didn't want to limit myself just for a small audience. I want to go big. 
And then you have these inner conflicts that my family is there, I'm leaving everything, everybody is there and they need me. So how do you, for example, can, as a coach, can, can help a person that, uh, okay, you have that inner conflict and he's still running around because until you are crystal clear about where you want to go, you will always go like running, right? Yes, but, but I, I do believe this, but let me just say this to you. The, the game of chess, chess, right? Mm -hmm. you, know what, you know what I'm talking about? Yes. Do they call it the same thing in Israel? Yes, Shachmat. Okay, is it popular there? Uh, for uh, 70s. <laughs> okay, uh. all right. So when you see these 70-year-old men and they're playing chess in Israel, here's what you see. Some of these chess games can last a long time. And they, they look, they watch, they make every move. I am a master chess player in business. A master. I'm not even good. I'm a master. I never move too fast. Because if you move too fast sometimes, it's because you're moving by your emotions. Or... Maybe you have something on your mind, or maybe it's excitement. They can offer me the biggest deal in the world, and I say to them, that's good. Let me think about it. What? Don't you understand what they just offered you? Yeah, it's great. Then I call my manager. I call my lawyer. I talk to a few of my friends. They say, Tim, let's do it. Sounds good. Okay? There are some jobs that I get offered, because I get offered a lot of jobs for TV, movies, that I'm thankful that I waited a day, because I wanted to do it. Maybe they say to me, okay, you live in L.A., but we will fly you every week to New York to be there for three days. So then I call my manager, call my lawyer. What? You can't do that. You got all this stuff in LA. You're doing this, you're doing that, you're doing this, you're doing that. But I know, but it's this. So I've become a master chess player. Watch. I think it through. Boom. Mm -hmm. I think it through. Boom. You got to think it through. A wise man takes his time. So you gotta, what you say is like, you gotta take charge of, of your emotions and not let, for example, your emotions automatically get you into doing stuff that's not really the right time to do, right? Oh, I want your, I want your emotions to make you excited and happy. And because your emotions can be part of your fuel, but you have to then be the master strategist. Mm -hmm. You have to strategize. Like me and my team, we're already strategizing all the way through 2019. I mean, we have, we have three TV shows that I am on that will be out by the end of 2019. I can probably do all of them now, but I already have too much work. Mm -hmm. So 
I want to be able to work, have a spiritual life, have a financial life, have a family, have a social life, and have clarity in my mind. So that's why we stretch into 219 through the whole year rather than trying to do everything in 218. Mm -hmm. And I, I know you talk a lot about uh, being here right now. For example, you're talking with me, you're with me right now, and you're really present. And many of us have the problem or either comparing ourselves and life to other people or we tend to always focus about living in the future. How do you handle, handle this in your own uh, life experience and with other people? Because you worked with celebrities and many of them always think that they're not enough and there is always a room to get better and they're always thinking about the future and it's get them to suffer inside, right? That's right. Okay, so a question for you, okay? Mm -hmm. So your, your, your religious background in Israel, you were raised in what kind of religion? I don't I'm, know. I'm Jewish. Okay. All right, so, so in the Jewish faith, one of the things that's very important is being present, is being in the power of the now, and to trust in God, okay? Like a famous scripture, the Lord is your shepherd, you shall not want. The word want means have anxious desire. Now, I am not an anxious person because God is my shepherd. This is very, very powerful. Mm -hmm. Like, I believe the God that you serve is your shepherd. Okay? What does a shepherd do? He guides you. He protects you, okay, and he governs you, which means to administrate. So, so God is leading your life. I believe God brought you to America. I believe that God is going to provide for you in America. I believe that God is opening the doors for you in America. So I, I told Oprah Winfrey, she says, I love this thing when you say, I don't chase dreams. Because for me, I do not chase anything. I'm not chasing anything. Nothing. I want to cooperate with what God has said. Mm -hmm. And, and how, so, do you, how do you know it? Like, so what, you just chill it? Chasing is like chasing a rabbit. Mm -hmm. Chasing a rabbit. There goes the rabbits. I'm chasing the rabbit. I want to cooperate with what God said. Now, how do I know? It's inside you. Your dream has a voice. When I was little, I knew I was going to help people. When I was little, I knew I was funny. When I was little, I knew I wanted to travel the world. So now I get to help people be on stage and be funny and I travel the world. <laughs> so your dream has a voice. So give me a couple things you thought you would be when you were little. Give me, give me one thing. Uh, I, I really uh, I wanted to be a bodybuilder when I was young, I think. A bodybuilder and uh, what else was it? Like uh, all this personal development, it really came to me when I was in my 20s. 
because I really want to change myself. But when I was young, I never thought about all those kind of stuff. And I believe it's because you didn't have that hunger. You didn't have much challenges back then. But when you start to have stuff, you seek for answers. Just like you said, it's got you motivated to find like solutions. Where is the solution? Okay, but it's very simple. So we can't make it difficult. There's two ways we learn. Education. So say that. Say education. Education. Number two, observation. Say observation. Observation. Okay, so watch. Education is Lador. The older you got at 20, maybe you started to see guys who were doing well in life. So that was education. And maybe you begin to read books or watch things. So that began to educate your mind and your soul. Hey, wow, I'm going to do it. I can do it. I can make it. I'm going to. That's education. Observation you have since you were little. So when I was a little boy, I started seeing men that had it together. I would watch movies and you see a guy very smooth. I said, hey, I want to be that guy. Even in a movie, I see a guy with a nice car. I said, whoa, I want to get something like that. So little kids already, they are having observations. Mm -hmm. i give you an example. What is a big toy store in Israel? Give me a name. A big toy store? I think it was Toys R Us. I don't know if they're still uh, there. Okay. We have them in America too. Let's say Toys R Us. Okay. So watch. If you take any child who is five years of age into Toys R Us, in Israel, New York, America, Los Angeles, watch. If you take them into Toys R Us, here's what they're gonna say, watch. I want that, watch. I want that, I want that. They never say to the parent, can we afford this? <laughs> yeah. Because they have big thinking already. Mm -hmm. They've seen the commercial. They saw the commercial on TV, you understand? Mm -hmm. They never want the smallest toy. No child in Israel or Los Angeles wants the smallest toy. They go for the big toys. But then you have like, you know, many people have those life challenges and all the stuff that happens in their life and their brains start to link, okay, this is pain, this is pleasure, this is this, this is this. And then so many stuff happens and they just take life like that. So, yes. And I saw like, I really love Tony Robbins, for example, work because he was able to, to, to actually claim that change happens like that, right? And he creates people's change in a moment. And you're saying, okay, change can, it takes time, but it only takes actually a moment, a moment when you decide, right? Okay, change, I, I agree with Tony Robbins that change happens in the mind it's a decision it can happen now so let's say a person has a heart attack because they realize that they're way overweight so now they're laying in the hospital and they're thinking to themselves I better not be fat anymore <laughs> change can happen or a woman who 
keeps dating bad men. And once again, her heart is broken. Change can happen. Now, so number one, you have the decision for change. But number two, you have to have the discipline, the discipline, the discipline to carry out the change. Mm -hmm. So you have the decision, but you need the discipline. That's where you should do very well around the world, teaching people discipline teaching them how to have the discipline okay mm -hmm. once they make the decision so that the change will really happen you okay. gotta have the discipline why are we so rewired to always make a change when there is only pain because there it's only like any people you see it will not tell you ah i lost weight because uh, this uh, amazing thing happened in my life. It's always because of pain. Yeah, that is a very good observation. See that? You just made a very good observation. I personally believe is because we get lazy. We become very lazy. We live in a world that is saying, entertain me. Okay? They have a, they have a phone, whether it be an Android or an iPhone, and they say, entertain me. Oh, did you see what happened on Netflix? Or, oh, you should see this YouTube video. Or, oh, you should, everything is entertain me, entertain me, entertain me, entertain me, entertain me. We become a very lazy society. We get lazy in our life, lazy in our dreams, lazy in what we're doing. And sometimes the pain wakes you up. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't have to be that way. So when I wake up in the morning, I'm not looking to be entertained. I wake up, I wash my face, brush my teeth, put on my gym clothes, I go to the gym, and I get right into my discipline. I have to get into my discipline. And I think this is why you actually your talk is actually get through to people. I believe the only way to influence somebody is by first influencing yourself because you you have a limitation of how amount of uh, you can uh, for example influence other uh, until how you can influence yourself because nobody would listen to me for example if I was like overweight right so they listen to me when I'm talking about fitness and those kind kind of stuff because I'm very disciplined in that area so I believe uh, when when you discipline yourself when you reward yourself when you change the way you think about things only then you can actually start to make a change in others people's life right I, I, I agree 100% so you as you're saying is that you become the example you become the example of change and so for, for you Lador um, do you have any uh, brothers or sisters? I have one sister. Does she have any children? She's accepting one. Uh, it's like she's in her third month now. Okay, nice. So when, when your sister has a child, now there will be a story that is told. You have an uncle. His name is Lador. He lives in America. So as this child gets older, and you become more successful, you become someone he can look up to who made changes in his life, and you become what? An example. Mm -hmm. 
Every family needs an example. So for those of you that are listening, why don't you become an example to someone in your family that you can make changes in your life? So as Tony Robbins says, number one, it is a decision. But number two, you have to have the discipline after you make the decision. But the good thing that happens is that once you have the discipline, you start to get into what I call the delight. To delight means something feels good, like you exercise. Now, it starts to feel good when you put your pants on and it fits right. You put a shirt on, right? Mm -hmm. Feels good. They take a picture of you and your stomach's not all hanging out. Mm -hmm. It feels good, right? Yes. It feels terrible to feel bloated and like you've been eating at the fast food restaurant every night. It's not a good feeling. So you have the desire, you have the desire to change, the discipline, and then you have the delight. And, and, and I will add another more thing, I think compelling future. When you really know like you have a compelling future to yourself and not just taking life like that, and you see a vision, you see something for your life, and you actually make it more clear day by day, this is what gets people to actually make change that last, no? Because when you just take life like that and we just watch television, I see my parents, I see all my family, they don't have compelling future. You will ask people like, what's your vision? What do you want for life? They will give you no answer. So, I, I agree, I agree, I agree. But see, maybe that's what you're going to help, not just in America, but also in your own country and many other countries. Mm -hmm. what, what languages do you speak? Hebrew. So you speak English, Hebrew, anything else? Spanish. Good. See? So, I mean, you have to believe your message can go worldwide. I mean, can you imagine, I, I knew I was going to do well, but I didn't know I would influence 75 countries of the world. And, you know, I, I speak sometimes as high as 80,000 people at one time. I didn't see that happening. I knew it'd be big, but I didn't know it'd be this big. So, people that want, for example, after talking with... Uh, with you and they really want to see more stuff of you. I know you have an app and you have a site, so where can people find you? So Tim Story, T-I-M-S-T-O-R-E-Y, okay? So Tim Story, T-I-M-S-T-O-R-E-Y dot com. We have an app that everybody should buy. It's only $1.99. You only have to pay once. And it's called utmost with Tim Story. I teach you every day how to have an utmost life. I teach about the all the areas of your life, your job, your physical, your spiritual, your mental. It's fantastic. So you can get this right now at the Apple App Store, but I also you can life coach with me. If you go to timstory.com, we do life coaching online with people. And there's only so many spaces available because there's only one of me and I have other jobs. But go to timstory.com, you can find all this. What I love about you is it's very 
it feels good to speak with you. Like you can talk with many people, but you have a sense of a feeling when you talk with, with you, you, you have a sense of this guy is not judging me. This guy understands me. This guy is uh, very real. So this is what I really love about you. And I believe this is what makes a lot of people to get connected to you because you are real and you never judge a person and you actually very authentic and I can see it from your eyes that you truly care, you care about people and I believe that's uh, uh, what's really make uh, a person get into real real success in his life when he really get outside of his head and he really here for a service and you yes. truly are a man of a service. No, no, thank, thank you for this and I, I mean this with my heart but I'll tell you Lador, number one, I believe it's a gift from God. I believe that I'm called by God to serve people. And I never went after the money, the things, the cars, the planes. That stuff is not important to me. What's important to me is to do what God wants me to do. That's what I want to do. That's what I am doing. I'm a servant to the people. By being a servant to the people, God has brought me blessings in my life. But whether I'm helping alcoholics or prisoners or movie stars, it's all the same to me. I'm a servant to the people, and I believe that because of this, God's hand is on me. So last question before we finish. Uh, what is your legacy that you would like to live long after you won't be here in this world? Number one, that is a tremendous, tremendous question. Um, my, my legacy, I would like to be known as Tim Story. He was a man of compassion. Um, compassion is powerful. If I go to the 7-Eleven and I see a young man hurting and he's asking for money, I'll sit down right there and help him. If I see a, an old man trying to cross the street and he is lost, he can't get across, I have literally pulled my car over and made sure that the old man was okay. If a famous celebrity is in trouble, I'm calling his agent. Is he okay? What can I do? So I want my legacy to be Tim's story, he was a man of compassion. That's amazing, man. And uh, you're a very true example of uh, what we can become and when we get outside of our head, when we really truly uh, take our life as a service to help other people, really like from the heart, not just so people can tell us, oh, this guy is uh, so good, but we can actually feel it and we, we do it because we want to do it, even when nobody is watching. And I believe you are a man like that. When nobody is watching, you still do the stuff that you talk about. And this is why it makes so many people connect to you. So I really want to thank you from the bottom of my heart to, for taking the time for being on my podcast. Uh, it's a very an honor to have you here and I believe uh, every person that would listen to this uh, can learn a lot just like I learned. So thank you again. Lador, I'm proud of you and it's a privilege. What city do you live in? Right now I'm in Houston, Texas. Okay, 
So sometime when I'm there, we have to make sure we get together, okay? Yeah, that will be even more amazing. Thank you. Okay, so I'm proud of you. We'll keep following you as well. And God is with you. Thank you. If you enjoyed this interview or any other one from the Mind Body Podcast, feel free to subscribe to my podcast at iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, and at my YouTube channel. Also, feel free to share this podcast on Instagram by tagging the Mind Body Podcast. Do you want to be a part of the Mind Body Podcast? So remember the FAST Factor. The FAST Factor stands for 1. Facebook. Become a part of the Mind Body Podcast community by joining our Facebook community just by searching on Facebook the Mind Body Podcast community. Number two, act. Don't just be a passive listener. Act upon what you've just learned by applying one simple thing from any episode or interview. Three, subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, or if you're visual like me, then just search the Mind Body Podcast on YouTube. And number four, train others. Because just like I always say, leaders create leaders, and you're all here to grow together. And by training others, you're training yourself. So this is the fast factor. Remember it. Facebook, act, subscribe, and train others. Oh, and please feel free to leave a review which will engage all your VAC senses. And the VAC senses stands for visual, auditory, and kinesthetic, which when you use all the three combined, you remember stuff much better. For more information about my coaching, public speaking, and taking your mind and body to all new levels, check my site at lidodayan.com. Till then, never, ever, Forget to smile. See you soon.